0: You're listening to Fort Riley, the podcast. My name is Caitlin Nauer, and I am with Garrison Public Affairs. On today's episode, we're celebrating Earth Day, April 22nd. First, we will hear from Mike Hauk, who will talk to us about some of the wildlife that we have here on post. Then we will hear from Steve Wally, who will explain the significance of the tall grass prairie that surrounds us in the Flint Hills, and... All of the prescribed burns that happen on and off post and how beneficial they are to our environment. Let's start off by talking to an eagle expert. Hi, good morning. My name is Mike
1: Halk. I work with the Environmental Division on Fort Riley. I'm a wildlife biologist. I've been here for, I'm, on, I'm going on my 18th year now.
0: Thanks for joining us today. So where exactly on post is this viewing point for the bald eagle's nest?
1: We did set up a viewing area up on the outdoor chapel for one of the uh, nests that we have on the installation. So everybody can go up there and uh, it's a fixed uh, uh, scope that uh, you can see the activity in the eagle nest right now. Uh, Eagles are early nesters. Uh, They usually have laid eggs in January or February. They usually hatch out in March. These, these birds right now are growing fast. Good opportunity to get up there and watch the adults bring food to them and they eat a variety of food. A lot of people think of eagles eating fish. Uh, there will be a lot of fish, but here near the river, we've seen them feed them turtles, uh, waterfowl. They, they will even eat uh, uh, dead animals, carcasses that uh, they find. So there might even be some mammals or something that they bring up to the nest.
0: About how long will these eaglets stay here at their nest?
1: They will start getting their flight flight feathers here in the next month or so. And then by usually around the 1st of June, uh, they're le- going to be leaving the nest. And then uh, they will be gone. They'll, they'll hang around the nest sometimes for a week or so. Uh, but once the parents get them down to the food source, like would be the river or the lake, then you typically don't see them. Uh, in the area, I
0: heard that bald eagles are on the endangered list. Is that still true
1: so the the bald eagles were uh, considered endangered uh, back in the sixties and seventies and then in two thousand and seven, uh, they were taken off the list because the numbers started coming back uh, as long as there's a food source available for them fish and waterfowl um, they'll they 'll stay in the area.
0: Bald eagles aren't the only thing that you guys observe and track and things like that. What are some of the other animals on post? Uh, on the 30th, we're going to have a herpetological survey, which a lot of people
1: are like, what is that? It's a reptiles and amphibian survey that we do. And we actually get a bunch of volunteers. And, and so what we're doing there, we're going out and we cover the entire installation uh, for as many uh, species of snakes and reptiles and turtles as, as we can find. And we're not necessarily capturing uh we are we do a lot of uh photographing there's there's a few species we'll capture and look at them for a little bit and then release them right back.
0: Do you guys come across some um, dangerous animals while you're out there?
1: you know we do we still have some venomous snakes in the area in fact, the copperhead is uh one of the more common venomous snakes we have in the area, so it's something we have to look out for too.
0: I'm out on the trails quite a bit, especially in this nice weather. What should I do if I encounter a copperhead while I'm out there?
1: most of the the copperhead that we have is it's not a real aggressive snake uh, a lot of times if you've ever seen one before they ha- their color is is kind of like the color of fall leaves they they are typically in the woodlands around rocky hillside areas which the main post is like perfect for them. and uh, if you're out in the woods walking around you a lot of times will not see them what I would tell most people when they're out to never be stepping where you, you can't see, like, or putting your hands in an area where, like, up underneath a rock or a log or something that you can't see, uh, and just watching where you're walking, especially when you're going through the the leaves. You will find them that they come out on the walking paths every once in a while, and uh, and it's just a matter of, you know, walking around them. They're not aggressive, like I said. They'll they usually lay there and uh, just let you go on by. Just awareness while you're out of your your surroundings, where you're at. uh.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Mike. If you've been on posting in the past week, you have likely noticed some plumes of smoke headed towards the sky. I have brought in Steve Wally this week to explain what these burns are. Thanks for joining me today, Steve. Yeah, thank you. What is your position on post?
2: So I'm the Wildland Fire Program Manager and it is my job to basically tie in the Fort Riley DPW Environmental Division and the fire department, uh, DES, and uh, we plan uh, the prescribed burns on the installation and wildfire mitigation.
0: That's pretty neat. Yeah. So what is the purpose of the prescribed burns on post?
2: So... um, Kansas, specifically where we're at here in Kansas, the Flint Hills Tallgrass Prairie, is the last remaining Tallgrass Prairie ecosystem, one of the largest tract in North America, and it needs managed. And the best tool we have to manage our Tallgrass Prairie ecosystem here on Fort Riley is fire. We set up and plan these prescribed burns to one, mitigate wildfires, two, to manage the Tallgrass Prairie ecosystem, and three kind of tie that all in together help manage our wildlife our forested areas it helps you know like I mentioned mitigate the wildfires when Fort Riley trains things go boom and fires start because of our flashy tall grass fuels and so we try to mitigate those
0: so is there a specific schedule that you guys adhere to during the spring during the fall how does that
2: work very good question so traditionally here in Kansas The majority of the fires prescribed burning that happens within the state happens during the springtime. To mitigate the amount of smoke that's produced, because Fort Riley is large, close to 101,000 acres, to mitigate that smoke, we try to burn from late summer all the way to spring. Um, That way we are not putting up additional smoke to all the ranches and other prairie burns going on around Fort Riley.
0: So you mentioned that the burns typically go from late summer through spring. So we're in spring now. About how much longer can we anticipate these burns going on?
2: So probably for a couple more weeks. Um, With the amount of moisture we're getting, uh, the grasses and plants are starting to green up and the fire behavior will decline. And usually when we're burning, we want to get a certain amount of heat in those areas and we won't be able to get that. So we'll be winding down here in a few more weeks and we'll probably be starting back up um, late summer if it's real dry summer um, we have some areas that we'll be trying to uh, manage um, noxious weeds and we'll probably start in late july august time frame and then move into our fall burn plan and then flip right back in next year's spring into our spring burn plan
0: how many acres on post do we burn every year
2: so, like I mentioned, Fort Raleigh is around 101,000 acres. Um, we try to burn a third of it a year. So, right around 30,000 acres a year.
0: That's a lot of work.
2: It's a lot of work. Keeps you busy. It keeps me busy. And it's a lot of planning. Um, and that you know that's also why we try to split up those burns throughout the year.
0: Do you have any advice for this Earth Day or this Arbor Day? How people can celebrate?
2: Go out hike around the prairie you are in like i said one of the last stands of the tall grass prairie in north america and the flint hills is awesome there's tons of hiking and outdoor activities um, some of these areas you know just not here at fort riley Conza prairie milford lake there's hiking trails where you can go see the regeneration of all this growth and wildflowers in these areas that were just burned thank you so much for
0: joining me yeah. today steve no problem Thank you for listening today on Fort Riley, the podcast. If you're looking on how to get out and enjoy the environment, go to home.army.mil forward slash Riley and check out things to do from hunting and fishing and trails. There's so much going on on post right here at Fort Riley.